Listen to me. The Lord is taken out for 40 days and nights. So he can be tested. And down the line when you read, he comes back now and stands at the pulpit. And he says, the power of the Lord has anointed me. Anarudi tena anasimama katika madhabahu na anasema nguvu za Bwana zimenipaka has come upon me to preach the gospel. Zimekuja juu yangu ili nihubiri injili. You see? Waona? So when the Lord goes out in the wilderness, kwa hivyo wakati Bwana anapoenda kule nje jangwani, he can be able to encounter the spirit of God. Anaweza kukutana na huyu roho wa Mungu. Then he can really be tested alafu kwa hakika anaweza kujaribiwa and strengthened na kutiwa nguvu and proved na kujaribiwa and empowered na kutiwa nguvu now he can do the mission for which he was called sasa anaweza kufanya mwito ule alioitiwa just a little bit of verse 6 of chapter 4 he says if you are the son of god throw yourself down for it's written he will command the angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands sehemu kidogo tu ya mstari wa sita anasema ikiwa wewe ni mwana wa Mungu jitupe chini kwa maana imeandikwa ataamrisha malaika kukuhusu wewe nao watakuinua juu mikononi mwao and the lord begins to realize where he should draw the power from na bwana anaanza kutambua pale ambapo anastahili kutoa nguvu zake kutoka to be able to defeat the devil ili aweze kumshinda shetani actually let me tell you one thing kwa hakika hebu niwaambie kitu kimoja in that fasting katika huko kufunga he broke the back of the devil alivunja mgongo wa shetani that's why fasting is so critical na ndio sababu kufunga ni muhimu sana what i'm teaching today is so critical kila ambacho ninafunza leo hii ni cha muhimu sana because in that fasting and solitude maana katika kule kufunga na upweke he finished the devil from there alimaliza shetani because he said it is written maana alisema imeandikwa it is written imeandikwa imeandikwa he threw the devil back to the word and the devil knows the word so he ran away naye shetani anajua neno kwa hivyo akatoroka that is where your power is the word hapo ndipo nguvu zako zilipo katika neno so in that solitude there kwa hivyo pale katika upweke hapo the lord defeated the devil bwana akamshinda shetani so it's very critical you understand the importance of wilderness kwa hivyo ni muhimu sana upate kuelewa umuhimu wa jangwa. Wilderness is an absolute necessity as a Christian. Jangwa ni umuhimu kabisa kama Mkristo. You have to step out in solitude. Lazima ujitokeze na ujiweke kando katika upweke. You have to step out of your comforts, your groups. Lazima ujitokeze kutoka kwa raha zako na starehe zako na vikundi vyako. Your phone calls. Na simu zako. I know at times there are fastings that the Lord told me I will fast by just turning off my phone ninajua wakati mwingine kuna kufunga ambapo bwana aliniambia nitafunga kwa kuzimisha tu simu yangu i will fast a speech fast nitafunga kifungo cha usemi he told me you don't speak 
akaniambia usionge wewe usionge nyamaza tu you need to do some of those things utahitaji kutenda baadhi ya hivi vitu and in so doing you can encounter god na kwa kufanya hivyo unaweza kutana na mungu you mute completely nobody can reach you completely unanyamaza kabisa hakuna wazai kukufikia kabisa and you just go down there na unaenda pale chini and you just pray and talk to the lord na wewe unaomba tunakuongea na bwana and it's so critical for us to even have a place where people can go and fast it's very important in the physical na ni muhimu kwetu kwamba tuwe na mahali ambapo watu wanaweza kuenda na kufunga ni muhimu sana katika hali ya asili but again down there you see that finally the lord begins to preach lakini tena pale chini unaona ya kwamba hatimaye bwana anaanza kuhubiri waona hallelujah he begins to preach and he says power has fallen upon him and he reads from isaiah 61 anaanza kuhubiri na anasema nguvu zimemshukia naye anasoma toka isaiah 61 baada ya kutoka jangwani moses after coming from the wilderness now he can be used to save the children of israel out of wilderness musa baada ya kutoka jangwani sasa anaweza kutumika kuwaokoa wana wa israeli kutoka katika jangwa the children of israel also wana wa israeli nao pia let me tell you one thing hebu niwaambie kitu kimoja the journey between egypt through the sinai into israel can take 3 days safari katikati ya misri kwenda israeli ukipitia sinai inaweza chukua siku tatu but 40 years he gave them through there lakini kwa miaka 40 akawapitishia pale he allowed them to go there for 40 years aliwaruhusu waende pale kwa miaka 40 they went around they came back here they went around wakaenda hapa wakarudi tena wakazunguka and in the process you see first corinthians chapter 10 na katika hatua hiyo unaona wa korinto wa kwanza mlango wa kumi. some of those that were murmuring kill them baadhi ya waliokuwa wakinungunika akawaua he separated them washed out the flesh akawatenga akauosha mwili wote he cleaned out the flesh akasafisha katoa mwili wote some of those that were disobedient sent them in the front they were killed by the enemy na wale ambao waliokuwa hawawezi kutii akawatuma katika maadui wakaweza kuuawa He left only those that could enter the promised land. Aliwacha wale tu peke yao ambao wangeweza kuingia nchi ya ahadi and do the will of God. Na kufanya mapenzi ya Mungu. You see the nature of God. Waona asili ya Mungu. When the Lord sends you into wilderness, wakati Bwana anakutuma katika jangwa, He strengthens your resolve to walk by His covenant. Anatia nguvu uamuzi wako wa kutembea katika agano lake. So you choose God and not man. Kwa hivyo unachagua Mungu na sio bin Adam. And when you choose God, listen to me somebody. Na wakati unachagua Mungu, nisikize wewe mtu. When you choose God, you will not be compromising. Wakati unachagua Mungu, hautakuwa ukikubaliana. When they went out, they told them when you meet the Amalekites, slaughter them, finish them. Wakati walienda nje wakaambiwa ukikutana na waamaleki muachinje muamalize. They slaughtered them. Wakawachinja. You see? Waona? You will be able to be used of God to terminate the enemy. Utaweza kutumikiwa na Mungu kumwaribu na kumondosha kabisa adui. You will not compromise with the devil. Hautapatana na adui tena. And God is not tolerant to compromise, you know that. Na unajua vyema kabisa Mungu hawezi kuvumilia kukubaliana. When Eli was compromising to sin he finished him. Wakati Eli alikuwa anakubaliana na dhambi akammaliza. When Saul the king was compromising with the other king did not kill him the Lord finished him. Wakati Sauli ambaye alikuwa anapatana na mfalme akakataa kumaliza huyo mfalme mwingine 
akamuondoa kabisa so god does not compromise to sin kwa hivyo bwana hakubaliani wala kupatana na dhambi hata kidogo so part of the reason he takes you through wilderness so you can share that part of you that compromises with the devil kwa hivyo sababu moja inayofanya na kupitisha katika jangwa kwamba uweze kuondoa ile asili ndani yako inayopatana na shetani you see they were going to the promised land waona walikuwa wanaenda katika nchi ya hadi 3 days you can reach there it's a very short distance but 40 years so you can clean them up siku tatu waona ni kitalifa kifupi sana unaweza fika pale lakini kwa miaka 40 ivi kwamba uweze kuwasafisha and he clean them up and he sent snakes to kill some of them naye akawasafisha na akatuma nyoka kuwauma baadhi yao he washed them until he found the right ones to take in akawaosha hadi alipopata walio stahili kuwaingiza there is a right part of you that god wants to bring out kuna sehemu iliyo sawa ndani yako ambayo bwana anataka kuitokeza we need to go through wilderness tunahitaji kupitia jangwani we need to go through solitude so we can listen to god and start shedding out tunahitaji kupitia upweke hivi kwamba tuweze kumsikiza mungu na kuanza kutupilia mbali we need to go through silence and fasting tunahitaji kupitia unyamavu na kufunga we need to go through temptation it is all right to be tempted tunahitaji kupitia majaribu ni vyema kabisa kujaribiwa It is right to be tempted. Ni vyema kabisa kujaribiwa. So even as you go through temptation don't cry because at times I know it's so tremendous. Kwa hivyo hata wakati unapitia majaribu usilia kwa sababu wakati mwingine najua kwamba ni ajabu mno. People cry why has this happened to me? Na watu wanalia kwa nini haya yamenitendekea? The devil has done no. Shetani amefanya ilahasha. It is God that actually is doing work in you is allowing you to be strengthened. Ni Mungu ambaye hakika anafanya kazi ndani yako anakuruhusu utiwe nguvu. And depending on the resolve depending on the nature of the calling. Na kutegemea ile azma yako kutegemea mwito wako ulivyoitwa there will be a longer temptation kutakuwa na majaribio marefu a shorter trial you know depends on what he wants to do with you au majaribio mafupi kulingana na ile kazi ambayo anataka kufanya pamoja na wewe so it is alright to be tried by those spirits out there or by the things you're going through kwa hivyo ni vyema kabisa upata kujaribiwa na hizo roho kule nje au yale mambo ambayo unayapitia huko nje. It is a right to walk through the wilderness. Ni vyema kabisa kutembea katika jangwa. But the most important thing is to learn. Lakini kitu cha muhimu kabisa ni kujifunza. What am I shedding out of this wilderness walk as a Christian? Ni nini ambacho ninatupilia mbali katika mtembeo huu wa jangwani kama mkristo? At times it may not be material. Wakati mwingine huenda si vitu vya kiasili. Because you may be looking for material things on earth here. Maana inawezekana unatafuta vitu vya kiasili na mali hapa duniani and you're not getting them so you are in a lot of suffering and so on hauvipati kwa hivyo unakuwa katika mateso mengi na mambo kama hayo remember one thing kumbuka kitu kimoja god can provide everything number one. number two, at times he is storing up treasures for you in heaven kwanza bwana anaweza kukupatia kila kitu na pili wakati mwingine anakuwekea hazina binguni because the flesh we have is very temporary if you walked and they cannot out there you are finished kwa sababu mwili huu tulio nao ni wa muda mfupi na kama utatembea kimwili kule nje basi wewe umemalizika you are absolutely finished it's over umemalizika kabisa imekwisha now what material were you trying to accumulate sasa ni mali aina gani hii ulikuwa unajaribu kulimbikiza Look at the Americans. Ebu angalia wa Marekani. They were accumulating and I want them. Walikuwa wanajiwekea mali na nikawaonya. They were accumulating things my home. Walikuwa wanajiwekea vitu boma langu. My cars. 
my swimming pool all these things i know those things i live there magari yangu vidimbi vyangu vya kuogelea haya mambo yote ninavijua naliishi huko but listen to this they became unimportant in a split second lakini sikiza haya zikafanyika zisizo na maana kwa muda mfupi sana ilibidi watoroke usalama wao so that is how god can take our human wisdom to futility kwa hivyo hivyo ndivyo bwana anaweza kuchukua hekima zetu za kibinadamu na kuzifanya kuwa bure kabisa so let us learn which is important kwa hivyo hebu tujifunze ni yapi yaliyo muhimu what is important ni yapi yaliyo muhimu It is the spiritual. Let's just take it a little bit further as we continue. Ni ya kiroho. Hebu tuiendeleze kidogo tu wakati ambapo tunaendelea. And I just want to bring another experience to you. Na ninataka niwaleteeni matukio mengine tena. Another wilderness experience to the next level. Nataka niwaletee matukio mengine ya jangwani kwa kiwango kinachofuata. Elijah does the first wilderness experience. Elia anapitia ile hali ya kwanza ya jangwani. He comes back and then he goes into the next level anarudi alafu kisha anaingia katika kiwango kinachofuata of the wilderness experience ya hatua ile ya kutembea jangwani when the lord takes him all the way to horeb wakati bwana anampeleka hadi horebu and that's where you see the connection between elijah and moses na hapo ndipo naona ambatanishi kati ya musa na elia because he takes him to horeb the same place where moses encountered god maana anampeleka pale horebu pale mahali pamoja ambapo Musa kakutana na Mungu Now Elijah can encounter God at Horeb Sasa Elia pia na yeye anaweza kukutana na Mungu pale Horebu The Mount of Horeb remember that in the Bible Kumbuka hayo katika Biblia So God is taking him to another level Kwa hivyo Mungu anampeleka katika kiwango kingine Which means God can always build you from one glory to the next from one strength to the next Hiyo inamaanisha Bwana kila wakati anaweza kukutoa kutoka utukufu mmoja hadi mwingine kutoka nguvu moja hadi nguvu nyingine even in your walking wilderness even your understanding him even your serving him even knowing him hata katika mtembeo wako wa jangwani hata kumjua hata kumhudumia all the things you do mambo yote unayoyafanya god will always strengthen you kila wakati mungu atakutia nguvu from one level to the next toka kiwango kimoja hadi kingine there is always so much room and potential depending on the mission you have kila wakati kuna nafasi mingi na uweza mwingi kutegemea na ile huduma ambayo uko nayo you see that waona hivyo and how about the lord na je vipi kuhusu bwana Now let us look at the second encounter the Lord has by stepping out. Hebu tuangalie matukio haya ya pili ambayo Bwana ako nayo kwa kujitokeza. Let's look at the book of Luke. Hebu tazame kitabu cha Luka. Luke chapter 9 I'm reading from verse 28. Luka mlango wa 9 ninasoma toka mstari wa 28. Another wilderness experience. Mfano mwingine wa kutembea katika jangwa. Verse 28 The transfiguration. Mstari wa 28 kubadilishwa. And you can read the whole thing at home. Na waweza kusoma hayo yote maandiko ukiwa nyumbani. But for now, lakini kwa sasa, just pick the main things. Wewe chukua tu yale mambo ya muhimu. He says, anasema, about eight days after Jesus said this, baada ya maneno hayo yapata siku nane, he took Peter, John and James with him. Aliwatoa Petro na Yohana na Yakobo pamoja naye. He went up onto a mountain to pray. Akapanda mlimani ili kuomba. Now listen to this. Let me explain to you something important here. Hebu niwaeleze kitu hapa kidogo. 
The Lord Jesus Bwana Yesu knew that the hour was drawing nearer. Alijua kwamba wakati unakaribia zaidi. He knew that the moment was drawing very close. Alikuwa amejua kwamba wakati ule unasongea karibu zaidi. There was a serious burden in his heart. Kulikuwa na mzigo mzito sana moyoni mwake. There was something he knew he has to do. Kulikuwa na kitu alichojua kwamba inabidi lazima akifanye. And you see the way he was crying. You see the way he was loaded. You see the way he was in pain. Na unaona jinsi ambavyo alikuwa analia, jinsi ambavyo alikuwa ameuzunisha, jinsi alivyokuwa na mzigo. You see the way he feared some of these things. Unaona jinsi ambavyo aliogopa baadhi ya haya mambo. And he knew something was about to happen. Na alijua kuna kitu karibu kinatendeka. There is something I am supposed to do. Kuna kitu ambacho nahitajika kufanya. I do not know how I'm going to do it. Sijui jinsi ninaenda kukifanya. But I know the Father is going to help me. Lakini najua Baba yuenda kunisaidia. So he was burdened, overburdened. Some of the things you sit down after that. Kwa hivyo unaona alikuwa na mzigo maana baadhi ya mambo naona chini baada ya hapo. You see him praying where his tears are dropping at the garden of Gethsemane and Una... the sweat is coming down as blood. Unaona mahali ambapo machozi yake yanadondoka pale katika bustani la Gethsemane nayo pia jasho lake linamtiririka kama damu. Waona hivyo? There was so much burden in his heart to save these people. Kulikuwa na mzigo mzito sana moyoni mwake kuokoa hawa watu. To deliver these people completely from Satan. Kukomboa hawa watu kikamilifu kutoka kwa shetani. He knew that. Alijua hivyo. And I talked with you people so much about these things. Na nikanena na nyinyi watu sana kuhusiana na mambo haya. I said these things to you people. I said Nikawaambia haya mambo enyi watu naliwaambia. Many times when the spirit of the Lord speaks with you, you will always know when things are moving closer. Wakati mwingi ambapo roho mtakatifu wa Mungu anakunenea, utajua wakati mambo yamekaribia. You will always know. Kila wakati utajua. You feel it. It makes you feel that something is about to happen now. Unaihisi anakusababisha ujue kwamba kitu karibu kitatendeka hivi sasa. Something is about to happen now. Kitu kiko karibu kutendeka sasa. And that's what he felt at that point. Na hivyo ndivyo alivyohisi kwa kiwango hicho. He knew something was going to happen. Listen to what he does. Alijua kitu karibu kinatendeka. Nasikiza anavyofanya. Mstari wa 28 anasema About eight days after Jesus said this Yapata siku nane baada ya Yesu kusema maneno haya He took Peter, John and James with him and went up onto a mountain to pray. Akamtoa Petro na Yohana na Yakobo wakapanda milimani ili kwenda kuomba. As he was praying, alipokuwa akiomba, the appearance of his face changed. Sura ya uso wake ikageuka. You see that? The appearance of the face of our Lord changed. Sura ya uso wa Bwana wetu ikageuka. And then he says and his clothes became bright as a flash of lightning. Alafu inasema mavazi yake yakawa meupe, yakimetameta. Two men Moses and Elijah appeared in glory splendor talking with Jesus. Natazama watu wawili walikuwa wakizungumza naye nao ni Musa na Elia walionekana katika utukufu they spoke about his departure wakanena habari za kufariki kwake you see that waona hivyo they spoke about the mission that jesus was supposed to do wakanena kuhusu ile huduma ambayo yesu alikuwa afanye so you can see that when jesus separates out kwa hivyo unaweza kuona kwamba wakati yesu kristo anajitenga the lord separates out the wilderness again This time he goes the mountain top but he takes them with him. Bwana anajitenga kwenda tena katika hatua nyingine ya jangwani na mara hii anaenda mlimani na anawachukua pamoja naye mwenyewe. 
And he begins to pray because he knows the hour is about to happen. Naye anaanza kuomba maana anajua kabisa karibu saa inafika. And then alafu he is sent messengers from heaven. Anatumiwa wajumbe toka mbinguni. On one side was Elijah, the other side was Moses. Kwa upande mmoja alikuwa Eliya na upande ule mwingine akawa Musa. And they were speaking with him what is about to happen now wakawa wakinena na yeye kuhusiana kile ambacho karibu kingetendeka you see Waona? and you see from there the glory that hits the lord na unaona tangia pale utukufu ambao unamkujia bwana the glory that hit moses and elijah and then hit the lord utukufu uliomgonga eliya kisha musa na ukamgonga pia bwana sikia haya the glory that hit the lord Utukufu uliyomshukia Yesu was speaking about the glory that is going to take place after it's accomplished. Ilikuwa inanena ama inaashiria utukufu ambao utakuweko baada ya hiyo kutimilika. It was talking about the glory that the Lord was going to carry. Ilikuwa inanena kuhusu ule utukufu ambao Bwana angeubeba for the whole earth and heaven. Kwa ajili ya bingu zote na hata dunia. After he has finished the work that he is going to do on the cross. Baada ya kumaliza ile kazi ambayo alikuwa anaenda kuifanya pale msalabani. So he was able to know that it is going to be a glorious thing at the end. Kwa hivyo alikuwa na uwezo wa kujua ya kwamba itakuwa ni kitu cha utukufu sana pale mwisho wake. He was empowered from there. Akatiwa nguvu tokea pale. The Lord Jesus was so much empowered from there and encouraged also. Bwana Yesu Kristo akatiwa nguvu sana tokea pale na akahimizika. There was so much power and there are deeper aspects of this conversation here. Kulikuwa na nguvu nyingi sana kuna vipengee vya kilindi na ndani kabisa kuhusiana na mazungumzo haya hapa. One of them is about the restoration of the altar of the Lord. That's why Elijah is standing there. Moja wapo ni kuhusiana na urejesho wa madhabahu ya Bwana na ndio sababu Eliya kasimama pale about the need for the altar of the Lord to be restored kuhusu hitaji la madhabahu ya Bwana kurejeshwa towards the second coming of Christ tukielekea kukuja kwa pili kwa Kristo you see that waona hivyo and the other thing is Moses there brings with him the old covenant that Jesus now grafts into the covenant of grace na unaona pale Musa akiwa amesimama pale anasimamia agano la kale ambalo sasa Yesu Kristo analiungamanisha katika agano la neema Those are deeper things we may not go into right now. Hayo ni mambo ya kiundani sana ambayo huenda hatutaingia ndani yake sasa hivi. But I want you to understand. Lakini nataka uelewe that the Lord Jesus kwamba Bwana Yesu takes time off again in the wilderness. Anachukua wakati mwingine tena katika jangwa just to be able to encounter the mission. Kwenda tu kukabiliana na huduma yake. You see? Just to be able to be empowered to bring it to another level. Yaani kupata tu nguvu aileta kwa kiwango kingine. You can do the same with your walk. Waweza kufanya vivyo hivyo na mtembeo wako. For as long as the Lord says we should be like him. Kwa kadri ambavyo Bwana anavyosema nitakana tuwe kama yeye. You can do the same. Waweza fanya vivyo hivyo. You can look for another wilderness experience. Waweza kutafuta mtembeo mwingine wa jangwani. You can look for another solitary experience just to be out. Waweza kutafuta mtembeo mwingine wa kiupweke yani kukuwa tu peke yako. To separate yourself to meet your God. Kujitenga ili ukutane na Mungu wako. So he can be able to bring you to another level. Ivi kwamba uweze kuleta kwa kiwango kingine. There is always a lot of room for God to build you as a Christian. Kila wakati kuna nafasi kwa wingi sana ili Bwana akujenge akutengeze kama Mkristo. You can always walk according to the Lord Jesus. Kila wakati uweza kutembea kulingana na Bwana Yesu. You can always separate yourself again like Elijah did another level. Jesus did another level. Kila wakati unaweza kujitenga mara nyingine tena 
kama Elia alivyojipeleka kwa kiwango kingine naye Yesu pia akajitenga kwa kiwango kingine. Hata Musa aliendelea kuyatimiza akiwa pale katika jangwa. And then they appeared. Wakaonekana. And the glory of the Lord fell on his face. Nao tukufu Bwana ukashuka juu ya uso wake. His clothes and everything happened to him. Na mavazi yake na mambo hayo yote yakamtendekea. Now let me ask you one thing. Sasa hebu nikuulize kitu kimoja. What do you see? Unaona nini? What is the real lesson you see? Ni mafunzo gani hasa ambayo unaona? From these servants, the Lord our Savior and the two servants in the Bible by separating in solitude kutoka kwa hawa watumishi Bwana mwenyewe na hawa watumishi wengine wawili kwa kujitenga katika upweke What you see Unaona nini That means even as a Christian Hiyo inamaanisha kwamba hata kama Mkristo If there is anything you cannot perform you cannot achieve in the physical Ikiwa kuna kitu chochote ambacho hauwezi kukifanya hauwezi kukipata katika asili The Lord will take your weakness Bwana atachukua udhaifu wako and make you achieve it if you go through na kusababishe uweze kuipata ikiwa utapitia solitude upweke Did you get that one? Je ulipata hiyo?
Oh. 